Good day, everyone. Welcome to New Matter, the SLAS podcast where we interview life science luminaries. I'm your host today, Liz Frank, the SLAS program manager. Today, we're chatting with Victor Francis from Diversa. Diversa is going to be one of our Innovation Avenue companies at SLAS 2022, our international conference in Boston in February 2022. They were also an Innovation Avenue company at BioSpain in 2021. So they're getting their feet wet with SLAS programming this year and next. We're really excited to see Diversa in person in Boston. Welcome, Victor. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. It's an honor to be here and be part of the uh, SLAS family and also take part in First Bio Spain and next year, hopefully, travel restrictions allowing in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> travel restrictions allowing, indeed. I'm pretty pretty hopeful that that's going to that's gonna happen. We really are looking forward to getting to get, see you in person because I know BioSpain was a digital exhibit hall. I'm going to challenge you with the SLAS challenge of describing what Diversa does in 10 words or less. Can you do that for me? Yeah. We offer drug delivery solutions to companies with candidate models. All right. That <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> All right. So uh, go ahead and expound on that a little bit. Give me a little bit more detail about what you guys do. I read a little bit on your website, but I want you to give the audience a more thorough explanation before I dive into questions. Yeah. So basically at Diversa, so there's two pronunciations in Spanish uh, because Diversa stems from the University Hospital in Santiago de Compostela. That's Northwestern Spain. Um, We say Diversa. Uh, and in English, we sell Diversa, and then sometimes we use one pronunciation or the other one. But uh, we are experts in pharmaceutical technology, and our specialty is drug delivery vehicles for small molecules or complex uh, macromolecules to get them to, to their target tissue in the body. Uh, we've been doing this for quite some time. Uh, the whole idea of Diversa is based on research led by Maria de la Fuente. Uh, who's our CEO. And in my day-to-day as the business development manager, I talk to scientists that need solutions, as I said, for delivering their candidate molecules. So we're working a lot with drug discovery companies and research labs uh, um, in academia, universities. Um, Yeah, and we try to help them get their newly discovered drugs to where they need to go and have an effect. That's awesome. When did you guys get started? So the as a spin-off inside the University of Santiago de Compostela, we've been there since 2018, but we're now actually this month, December, uh, incorporating as a standalone company. Uh, we just finished our, um, our seed funding round. And uh, we got 400,000 euros to start the operations with Diversa and uh, and do the different uh, business um, lines that we have that I can expand on if you yeah. ask me about. Well, congratulations <laughs> on officially being a standalone company then. That's Thank awesome. You. So going back a little bit to the the work that you guys are doing, can you tell me a little bit about, a little bit more in detail about the research that came out of, um, I think it was, you guys were originally coming from, you said Santiago de Compostela. Um, yes. So what was the research, what was um, Maria's research that that you guys were building upon to, to spin off this company? So Maria has a training as a pharmacist, the actual diversity team 
is very diverse. There's uh, medical doctors, pharmacists, biologists. I'm a biologist by training. Uh, but yeah, the experience and Maria's research is in nanotechnology. So um, Maria's um, research is in pharmacy and nanotechnology. And she's developed different vehicles uh, through more than 20 years research. Um, specifically now, the patent that we filed for diverse technology uh, is based on lipidic nanoemulsions. And uh, it's a combination of two naturally occurring lipids. And yeah, that they can encapsulate and also associate on the outside different types of molecules, as I mentioned. Okay, great. So you mentioned drug delivery and you mentioned um, lipophilic delivery. So for those listeners who are not familiar about that, could you explain kind of the differences or what those mean? Is there a difference between drug delivery and lipophilic delivery or do those mean the same thing for people who aren't necessarily? Um, I mean, that's a good question. Lipophilic means um, that's kind of uh, attached to lipids or... or, uh, has uh, wants to bind lipids. There are different drug delivery systems, and some of them are not lipophilic, right? You can use uh, some proteins or even sugar based base or carbohydrates. Um, in recent years, uh, lipid nanoparticles and different structures of lipids have been used to deliver drugs. Um, we all know, or most of, uh, of us know, that uh, uh, Moderna and BioNTech-Pfizer COVID vaccines were delivered using a lipid nanoparticle. And it's basically using different kinds of lipids that will pass through cellular membranes and tissues in the body more easily than other molecules, just because we also have a lot of lipids and fat in the body, like on the skin. Okay, thanks. That helps. Again, most of our audience are scientists, but there's probably a few here and there like myself that aren't. So sometimes the clarification okay. helps. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, in working with those drug discovering companies, how are you guys involved in selecting which category of drugs you think Diversa could can help with, um, since there are many types of lipophilic drugs? Yeah. Um, as I said, we mostly focus on companies that are in the very early stages of drug discovery and research. Uh, so they're all in preclinical stages. And um, we actually, our platform is very versatile. It can bind lots of different molecules, uh, small hydrophobic molecules, uh, which sometimes get degraded by the body if you just um, administer them as such. So they, they need like a cover, uh, some sort of protection capsule. Um, and also larger molecules like nucleic acids, DNA, RNA. There are lots of enzymes uh, and proteins in the body that will degrade them. And the same goes with peptides or proteins. Um, so we're, we're actually, we can work with many different companies, almost all different compounds. So we're not, we're not restricted in that, in that sense. Do you foresee yourself working with any academic institutions in the future at all, or does this tend to work better with drug discovery companies? So we do, we work with both. Uh, we're open to research labs at universities and small, medium or large biotech companies and pharma companies. 
Um, the thing is, we have two different ways of offering our uh, our technology. One is actually open to all, and it's going to be from this January, January 2022, where we're going to offer our uh, lipidic nanomotions in uh, kit format, so a ready-to-use format. And they, they will be sold through a distributor, actually, first only in Europe and the UK uh, in 2022, but we're looking forward to expanding to the US and Japan and, and all other big markets. Um, and in that sense, any lab can just buy the reagent box and, uh, and use it to try if their molecules can get into their uh, model, whereas uh, cell line or uh, an in vivo model working with animals, and then test if there's a therapeutic activity or not. Um, think of it as a transfection reaction, but when we do transfection, it's mostly DNA or DNA plasmids, and with our um, delivery system, you can actually bind any kind of molecule. Um, actually, to, to be fair, at the beginning, we're going to offer kits for peptide, protein, small molecule. So you, met, you mentioned passing through membranes and lipophilic drugs. So basically molecules which love being surrounded by fat, if that's my understanding. So <laughs> we've, we've read a lot about the intervention in cancer, such as breast cancer and delivery systems. Do you have any interesting stories of discovery for like the kits for the ready-to-use formats around that? As I said, we're only launching You're the launching. kits yeah. Yeah, ne ne now next month. Uh, so we still don't have any any success stories around that. Okay, but is that you think those might be possible uses for it? Yeah, I mean, in in any form, of course, when it comes to if you just want to use it in the lab, so the the kits are going to be research use only. Mm -hmm. um, if you need to imagine you had a therapy or a protein that you know uh, killed selectively uh, some breast cancer cells. Uh, you could use our delivery system to get to those cells, but then, of course, you would have to go through the whole regulatory um, path. Of course. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to switch gears just a bit because I want to focus a little bit on the company itself instead of the science. You guys are, are going to be exhibiting at Innovation Avenue in 2021. Two, um, and you got to you you got to kind of test the waters in 2021 um, with Bio Spain. You know, is who are you excited about meeting with when you're on the show floor? Is there, you know, you said that your your products are available to you know a very diverse audience, which is appropriate for your name. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, small, <laughs> medium, large sized pharma companies, academia, yeah. etc. But is there anyone in particular that you're interested in targeting, or are you just excited about the networking opportunity? I mean, I, I I'm an extrovert, so I love networking. And you know, if you meet me on the floor or, or you listen to this podcast and you say, hey, I want to come meet Victor, just come by. We'll be at the Interactive Avenue um, Exhibitor Hall. Um, that said, um, we're looking forward to meeting different companies, pharma companies that have a candidate molecule and they want to, they need this truck delivery system. Um, I think the, the SLAS 2022 gives us like a really good stage to show our technology, explain a bit more what it's about and explore partnerships with all these companies. At the same time, as I mentioned, uh, 
we will also be looking for distributors for our kits for the US and Canadian market. So um, I'm really looking forward to meeting some of these companies. That's a great point to share, you know, absolutely. So if any of our audience is interested, you know, Victor's contact information will be in the in the um, the podcast description. You guys said that you're launching your new kits, you know, in January. So that'll that's a pretty exciting moment for you guys, especially once you're able to start getting them distributed outside of, you know, Europe and a little more globally. But is there any exciting or really like proud moment that Diverso would like to share about, um, you know, since kind of your conception? You know, is there this moment? I always like to ask, is there a moment where everybody in the company just started like cheering about because you were so excited that you know, it happened, whether it be your first sale for some companies or, you know, having these kits ready to roll out or getting your seed funding. What was kind of that moment where everybody was just like, yes, we did it. Uh, so, I mean, as, as a very small company, uh, we're, we're less than five employees. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's maybe, it's been a, a contained joy just being able to incorporate and, and begin our standalone journey. Um, it, that gives us lots of opportunities that, uh, where our hands were a bit tight before, um, having to, uh, you know, deal with, um, a, a, a larger structure around us that uh, maybe didn't represent uh, us alone. Uh, so that we're very excited about the being incorporated um, as a standalone company. And this comes, it's, you know, okay, we just incorporated, but it's been a work of, as I said, more than three years. Um, I wasn't there for all of it, but uh, I, Maria is uh, our CEO. is really proud, and, and Abby, who's been there uh, since the beginning, and is our CEO. Um, and it's it's all thanks to them and and their hard work in the lab, and then being able to get this idea and uh, file a patent and get it out there as a, uh, something that's tangible and that people can actually use it in the lab to to bring therapies forward. I imagine that that moment where you're finally incorporated is a definitely a big deal. And then kind of, you know, getting that proof of concept proven, you know, yes, this is what companies want. They want our product is always a big thing. So I'm excited for you guys to be able to exhibit and show what you guys have and um, hopefully start getting more contacts, more purchases, more distributors. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I like to ask our startup companies, especially since at the conference, we're going to have a, a panel called Startup 101. We're going to try to teach, you know, com- people who are interested in starting their young companies, you know, what the do's and don'ts, you know, the the um, smart strategies and the pitfalls are. From your perspective, what's a key piece of advice that you would give a young startup? Anything at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, so what I want to say is, uh, Learn to fail fast. And I read that in a book. I have it somewhere here. Yeah. So I'm going to quote it. It's from Eric Ries, a lean startup. <laughs> and uh, it's failing fast, meaning as a startup, you basically need to set up everything that you want your company to do, how you want your products to look like, what your target customers are going to be. And most of the time you get it wrong. So you need to really have this um, experimental approach to be able to set up the experiment, 
and say, okay, let's try if this works. And if it doesn't work, um, as we most scientists are used to know, you're doing your experiments and uh, they fail, and then you tweak something and you change the protocol. Uh, it applies in business as well. You try this approach, you gather more data, and then you try again. Um, so don't be afraid to fail and try to do it fast because the more times you fail, uh, the more probable you, you find the right answer sooner. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And that is really amazing advice. So I've got two more questions for you and then I'll kind of wrap this up. The first is, you know, where do you all see the future of Diversa five years from now, 10 years from now? Um, kind of what's the goal for the company? Yeah, um, I mentioned two of our business lines, which one is the sale of kits to the entire research community. The second one is doing co-development agreements with uh, small, medium-sized biotech companies, big pharma, and uh, being able to co-develop a new drug with our drug delivery system and produce that as a drug in the market. And the third line is our own R&D um, line, and we're really interested in uh, oncology, osteoarthritis, and metabolic diseases. So in five years, we're hoping, and we do have some candidates and some pipelines for our own R&D. We hope that we're going to be producing some of our own drugs uh, and encapsulating them with our systems and that they actually get to the, the patients and the clinic. That's really awesome. And that's exciting. That's a cool goal. I think that's something amazing to reach for. My last thing then is basically just to ask you if there's anything that I didn't ask you about that you want to share, um, you know, anything about Diversa, any company openings, internships that you want to share, anything basically that you want to plug to the community? I mean, I, I would say be so for, for young scientists and uh, the younger uh, SLAS community, try to, the, don't be afraid to try different things in your professional career or development. Um, it's good. It's for, I, in the past, I've worked for both uh, big companies. I used to work for G Healthcare and now I'm working for a startup company. And it's good to try different, different approaches and different companies and um, and don't be afraid of change maybe sometimes it's we we get comfortable and we we're in our comfort zone and we don't want to try something new um, but like diversa like maria and abby they push through this this uh this idea and now uh, we're actually a company and, and we're trying to uh, help in the therapeutic revolution, you, each one of us can do that uh, in, in our, our life and our, in an, our career development. I love it. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up then. So Diversa or Diversa, depending on where you're based out of, is yeah. going to be at the SLAS Innovation Avenue right in the middle of the show floor at the SLAS 2022 International Conference and Exhibition. You all should definitely make sure to reach out to them, visit them. Victor, I believe you said that you were going to be there, so they'll be able to, to see you in person. Uh, I believe that avenue is also 
part of the passport for prizes. Um, so make sure to, to stop by for that as well. Um, thanks again, Victor, for, for coming to talk to us um, today. I, I really hope that, that you get a lot of traffic at your booth in, in February. And I'm, I'm excited to see you guys and see what you have going there. Yeah, thanks for having me, Liz. And I look forward to meeting you in person. All right, like <laughs> All right, have a good one, everybody, and we'll see you on the next podcast.